Welcome back to another episode of Days with Dom. I'm your host, Dom Crincoli. And if you listen to this podcast, that means I posted almost back-to-back because it is back-to-back days. Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty surprised. I'm pretty surprised. I'm sure you're pretty surprised after not having a podcast for X amount of days, and now we're going to have two back-to-back. It's a little change of pace. It's a little different Dom, but it's going to be it's interesting, actually, because we're going to be talking about some New Year's resolutions and uh, what that really means. And when I say New Year, New Dom, still January. I know we're about halfway through, just past the halfway point of January now. And to be like, oh, New Year, New Dom, I think it's a, I think it's kind of a funny statement. It's not really the New Year. We're about what, like four or five percent. I don't know. I follow something on Twitter. It tells you what percentage of the year we're already through, and I think we're about four percent through the, the New Year already. So. Believe it, don't believe it. I'm just telling you how it is. Um, so let's talk about New Year's resolutions. Talk about the New Year as a whole. What that really means for me. What that really means for you. Um, get right into it. I was always someone growing up that wasn't a huge fan of the whole New Year. I just never liked that. I didn't like the fact that we're gonna just like, oh, let's throw away the year that we just had. Let's throw away. Uh, whether it be a good year, bad year, it's like, oh, well, let's just dump it. Like, that didn't happen. This didn't happen. We're just going to go right into the next the next year. It's like a new year, new page. I really like that whole idea of, like, not thinking about the past. I think a large part of that is because I think so much about the past and, like, overthink so many times to the point that it's like, oh, I don't think I have that capability to just dump, dump, dump. We don't need that. Let's dump that memory. Let's dump that year. Uh, we're January 1st. We're ready to get after it. Let's start something new. Let's start a new hobby and start this, that whatever you want to call it. Uh, I always struggled with that. Even when I was younger, I just didn't like the whole idea of counting down. It gave me a lot of anxiety as a child. <laughs> just just taking away the hours ago. We have this many hours left in the new year or this many days left. And um, it's kind of like that growing up for me, at least, was like the whole countdown to Christmas thing was like, oh, I can't wait for Christmas, can't wait for Christmas, can't wait for Christmas. And then you have like that Christmas day, the night of Christmas heading into December 26th. And you have that lot of, empty feeling at least I did as a child it's like oh I, I now I gotta wait 365 days until I can experience this day again and get all these cool gifts and hang out with my cousins and do all this crazy stuff um I don't know I know it's like a seasonal depression thing but that was just something that I was always challenging to me when I was younger um so you talk about new year's resolutions I was never really one to make new year's resolutions I always thought they were kind of stupid that they were big marketing ploys for a lot of gyms a lot of uh, companies like, oh, we're going to have a huge sale for the new year, buy this product, eat this product, go to this gym, and you'll be healthier, look wealthier, get more accepted by society and all that, X, Y, Z, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so my opinion is New Year's resolutions are extremely overrated. Uh, and, and the way that people do them now, and I'm going to explain a little bit how I do my New Year's resolutions that are a little bit different than how most people do them. And they've really benefited my personal life. Um, but in the grand scheme of people saying, like, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds or I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to start going to the gym now or I'm going to eat better now or I'm going to uh, do this event to uh, run this. And I just see so many people set high ex- aspirations or so many people are like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to. I'm not going to make them or I'm going to just say I'm going to do this, but you know, I'm going to break it anyway. And I think that's also a negative mentality to may have. It's not like, Oh, I'm going to have these huge aspirations. I'm never going to reach them. It's one of, it's 
acknowledging that you're going to have these huge aspirations. You're not going to reach them and then you're not going to care. Cause he's like, Oh, well, I'm just going to do it because it's something to do. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go to the gym, but you know what? I'm probably not going to end up going to the gym because it's new year's resolution. We all break them. I think it's a very toxic mentality to get into, but, um, my whole idea of this whole overrated new year's resolution opinion stems from the fact that why should we wait to really do something that we want to do to benefit ourselves? Whether that is going to the gym, uh, eating healthier, what we're going to wait till the new year to really push that in, especially when you talk about New Year's Eve being this huge day of just consistently partying, like, oh, yeah, we're going to ring in the new year. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to go out partying with my friends. I'm going to eat so so much food. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then you're like the next day recovering from all the stuff you did yesterday. You're like, um, today's a day. I'm going to cut it off completely. Uh, it just never really made sense to me in that that aspect. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm no longer going to drink anymore, but I'm I'm still hungover from the day before. Or I'm going to eat healthier, but I still have like leftovers from maybe the Christmas party, maybe the New Year's Eve party that or I still have that cake in my fridge that I'm I'm picking at every day. Uh, it's tough. It, it really is tough, and that's why I'm thinking New Year's Day. Although it's a great oh first page of the new calendar, I could flip that and and then I could set my goals and I could really really harp on myself because you know what I have 12 months ahead of me rather than. Oh, I have six months or four months or whatever day I started in 2022 that I want to conquer in 2023 to have that full year calendar. It's easier, you know, start on January 1st and go through it completely from every month, month by month and take it month by month. Um, I could see why. I could see why. And I also say it's beneficial if you really need that, that January 1st start date rather than starting it in the middle of October or the middle of August. And, you know, I don't want to live this way anymore. I want to change the way I think. I do think January 1st could be a pretty effective date to start these New Year's resolutions. Um, I just think it's funny because as, I guess, on Apple or Spotify, whatever you listen to this on or watch this on, I'm, I'm labeled as a self-help podcast. And you would think like, oh, I should promote like New Year's resolutions and get bettering yourself and going to the gym and doing all these things. And I, I am, trust me, I am. If you want to do that and you want to start January 1st and you want to go crazy, go do it. I'm just making this video and this, this podcast for those that have trouble really sticking to goals, have trouble sticking to New Year's resolutions. And I'm always saying New Year's res resolutions as because it's in January, it's an easy thing to kind of talk about. It's an easy segue to kind of talking about from New Year's resolutions to having these goals. So let's talk about some of these goals that we set for ourselves. What do they really mean? Again, uh, a lot of the stuff that I talk about it comes from me writing it down. And I, there's something I want to talk about because I always think about it during the holidays. I'm like, hmm, they have to, the night of Christmas, going after Christmas. I mean, I've, I, I've gotten older. It's gotten a lot easier. But it's like you get that, oh, man, I really got to wait a whole year to see certain cousins. Or I have to wait a whole year to have this great dinner and uh, get all these gifts and have a good time. And it's just, it, it, it's upsetting. It is upsetting. And you'll get New Year's Eve and you're like, oh, man. Did I really live up to the expectations I set my, for myself last year? Uh, no. I got to set all these goals that I stress myself out about because if I don't, I'm, I'm going to be viewed as a loser. And who am I, who's going to view me as a loser but myself? I think a large part of why we make these New Year's resolutions and we feel some of us feel bad and when we don't reach these goals is because we set in our own mindset, like, oh, I have to do this or else I'm going to be viewed as this. And um, we'll get into it in a little bit, but I, I don't know if that's necessarily the way you should be thinking about certain goals and aspirations that you have. So let's talk about New Year's resolutions making us feel like losers. It's something I wrote down. 
I feel like often that why why do I set why don't I set New Year's resolutions? Why don't I set New Year's goals? And I'm not saying I don't set New Year's goals, but I don't say like, oh, starting January 1st of 2023, I'm going to really harp on this, this, and this. Um, I think a large part of me is like we, this question, uh, and I'm big on these, these two-part sentences. It's like we want to do blank, but fail because blank. And I, I really challenge you to kind of fill in that, that part of the, those two parts of the sentence that I just presented right there for you. I want to do, I don't know, more content, more podcasts, but fail because I don't have time. Is that because I don't have time or I don't make time? That's the same thing with, I want to eat healthier, uh, but fail because why? It's easier to go out with my friends and get a couple drinks and consume a lot of calories and eat a lot of good food, or I want to eat healthier, but I don't, I, I can't because I don't have the money. And that's, that's a common challenge when, especially when eating healthier it's, a, it's very expensive uh we want to go to the gym more but we don't have time that's a big one we don't have time and this whole idea of time is do we not really have time or are we not making the time because we seem to make the time for a lot of other people but we we fail to really make that own time for ourselves and are you bettering yourself or are you bettering other people around you and is that making you happy or is that idea or is that what you think happiness is and I want to talk about that a little bit because I have the whole idea of what is happiness? What is happiness? That's a good question. I think we should all ask ourselves every now and again. Um, January 1st, I think we expect too much at the, at the jump. You know, January 1st, I'm going to do this. January 1st, I'm going to do this. And these are big goals often people set for themselves. I want to lose 15 pounds and I want to start getting ready for that summer body. I want to start eating healthier. I want to go to the gym. I want to create so much content. And yeah, I want to work 40 hours a week. I go to take 15, 18 credits, whatever you're doing in college, or I want to play on a sport and join all these clubs. And it's like, all right, well, you want to do this, this, and this, but what are you willing to give up to achieve some of these goals? Are you willing to achieve, give up to achieve some of these goals? Do you need to give up to some aspect of your life to achieve some of these goals? Because often we don't. Often we yeah, we all, we, we'll, we'll give up some things here. I'll give up watching three hours of Netflix and I'll watch one and I'll spend the other two, one hour going, working out and the other hour reading more if that's the two things you want to do. Or I'll do this and this and you can fill in the blanks for majority of what I'm saying, but you kind of get the gist of us overall conversation here. Um, the whole idea of are we really going to change in that one day? Like, oh yeah, I'm going to go out and drink so much on new year's eve because you know it's a party and it's fun and i get it i get the whole entire thing and it's like all right well so we're gonna start the new year and we're gonna be completely good ready to go we haven't we have nothing left of the alcohol we drank yesterday at the pregame and there's there's nothing that's gonna be pushing me to go out and my friends are gonna understand and um i don't really know if that that january 1st is really the the whole like make or break like oh if i don't do this January 1st comes around and I'm not, I'm not going to the gym January 1st when it's packed. And if it's the first week in January and I've only went to the gym five times out of the week instead of all seven, I'm a failure. Or maybe I went only once out of the week. I'm a failure. I, I think the way you should be really thinking about it is, all right, I went to the gym once more than I did the whole previously before I started the new year's resolution. Like that's part of the, the journey, not the end goal that we should be focusing on here. We're not going to be like, oh, I can only 
do this a certain amount of days or I only eat healthy this certain amount of days, I think that's progress. I think that's progress. And I think that's important because we could build on that progress. We could build next year on that progress. So instead of saying, oh, I only did two days this year, maybe I want to do four days. But I'll still set that same goal that I want to eat healthier. Uh, I want to do. I want to go to the gym more. Whether that's going all seven days of the week, or maybe it's improving on what we did, or maybe be consistent on what we did. Maybe some people are happy. We want to go seven days a week, but we ended up going three days a week. But we see progress, and we, we we're happier, and we have more time to do things, and and we're we're happy with what we're doing. Then the goal should be maintained. I'm going to talk about what my New Year's resolution is. What my New Year's resolution has been for the past couple of years. Um, and we'll talk about how how good or bad I've been doing at keeping up with that. Um, so I talk about these goals. Like I was thinking, like, oh, why don't I set New Year's resolutions? And it's like, do I set my goals? Well, the New Year's resolution that I do set, do I set that too high or do I set that too low? And oftentimes I found that I'm setting my New Year's resolutions way too low. And I wrote it down. I'm like, why do I set my New Year's resolutions too low? And one of the things I wrote next to it was this whole idea of fear. What am I afraid of? I ask myself. I oftentimes when I write my, my feelings down, I, I, write my, I write a question down, I answer the question, and then I have another question as a follow-up to that answer. So I'm kind of interrogating myself further and further and, and really trying to pull back the onion of, of what, what is really the core of the, the, the issue. So I put goals. Then I put not so high as my, my thing. Or my goal is high or low? Not so high. Why? I just put fear. And then I put what are you afraid of? And it's afraid of not reaching those goals. Again, I ask myself, why? Then I said, looking like a failure. Then the next question is to whom? Who, who do I look like a failure to? And it's like, the first answer I came about when I thought about that was myself. I don't want to look like a failure to myself. I don't want to look like if, if I set these goals for myself and I, I'm really, I'm, I'm my, my best friend and I, I'm, I'm in this together. And it, it's really just me against the goals at this point. And I really don't follow through with them. Am I a failure to myself? And then I started putting out my friends, my family, maybe my girlfriend, my, my enemies, the people I don't like. Maybe I want to step up to the plate and really do a lot of things over the new year that it's like, oh, my enemies are like, oh, this guy's really, really, really kicking up right now. Like that's, that's th like threatening. And that's a mindset that I've, I've had in the past. Like, oh, I want, I want to be this for maybe my friends that I'm not so close to anymore that kind of distance themselves from me or these people that I didn't really get along with, whether it be like at school, at work, whatever, maybe you have an ex-girlfriend or an ex-boyfriend and you're like, Oh, I really want to do this to get back at them. And you're, you're in this negative mental prison, this negative loop in which you're doing a lot of stuff for the new year not for yourself, but for other people. And we spoke about that on the last episode where I spoke about this, this negative loop and this mental prison when it comes to why do we care and why do we care about what other people think? Well, I think we could say the same thing for uh, this whole New Year's resolution uh, topic where it's like, oh, we're going to start New Year's resolutions not for ourselves, but we can look better for other people so other people can love us more, other people want to be with us more, other people want to hang out with us more. Um, we create more content. Do we do that for ourselves? Do we do that for other people to say that you did a great job? Um, I'm doing these podcasts because... I enjoy them. I enjoy the tangible content. It brings me satisfaction that I sit down and I, I record something and it's, it's tangible. People can watch it and people can listen to it and it's going to be out there on YouTube, Spotify, whatever. 
wherever you listen to your podcast or watch your podcast, it's going to be out there forever. And that, that gives me a sense of satisfaction that like, oh, I did that. Like that's, that's tangible. That's more important to me than playing Madden for three hours. And at the end of the day, like, oh, I, I, I won a couple of Super Bowls in my franchise league, but do I really have anything tangible at the end of the day? Not really. A new game's going to come out. I have to restart that all over again. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to that, that feeling of like, I want more than kind of stepping away and just, I guess, doing stuff that doesn't really benefit me or it's not tangible, or at least that's how I felt. I always like to do something that's tangible, whether it's like working, I get a check, like that's money. I, I enjoy that. But I like creating content because I have something that I can show my friends, my family. That's, oh, I make that. Uh, a lot of times I don't really like doing something unless, um, I get something tangible out of it, which is which is could be a problem. I'm I'm re- fully able and willing to admit that that's an issue. Whether that's because I only like tangible things, that's an issue. Where can we talk about for a completely different podcast, or we can just recognize that I feel like I'm wasting a lot of my time if I don't get something in return. It's very selfish, but I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. Being selfish once in a while, I think that can be a bad thing when we use that against other people or use that for wrong. Like not donating money to charity because you get nothing out of it. Or maybe you get some sense of satisfaction out of it. That's why you donate to charity, which again, that could be selfishness used for good. Oh yeah. I, I get, I feel good when I donate my old clothes to some shelter and they use it and then someone else uses it. That makes you feel good that other people are, are doing well. And that that's a good sense of that, that feeling. Where it can get bad is, oh, I'm not going to help that person in need because they're not going to pay me or they're not going to say, oh, my God, what a great job, or you could fill in the blank. You could fill in the blank with a lot of the statements that I'm making today and on all these podcasts. Um, so we're going to talk about this mental prison, being in this negative feedback loop, afraid of not achieving certain goals out of fear of being ashamed of myself of my of how people are going to look at me uh, I put one question down again how do we get out of this mental prison that I'm talking about consistently this whole idea of oh, I'm stuck in my own head I can't get out of my own head I know a lot of people feel that way and it's not it's not a positive way to feel so how do we get out of this mental prison and this is something that I spoke about with a close friend of mine that was like I feel like all I do is put like make a list of things I want to accomplish like it's a checklist like I would, this we spoke about this in the last podcast. If you haven't listened to it, give it a listen on why do we care? Because I think a lot of why do we care goes into this New Year's resolution. We check a lot of boxes like, oh, I want to be here by a certain age. Or I have to, my, my friends have to look like this. And my girlfriend has to look like this. And she has to have this job. And she can't be with th- this amount of people or because that's going to make me look worse. And... I think it comes down to the understanding that we will never check every box. I don't think anyone will ever check every box. If I wrote down what I was expecting my, my friends to look like, my friends to make me feel like, and I just wrote down the whole list of things like, oh, they have to look like this. They have to make me feel like this. They have to set a certain amount of time away for this. Or my girlfriend has to be able to cook. She has to be able to clean. She has to be able to, to be independent and drive and have her own job and not ask me for money and, or not not need emotional support. I think a lot of times you're going to get end up being disappointed because people aren't going to fit your exact criteria of what you consider good. It's not what is good or what is bad. We spoke about the whole lot, good, gray, bad. 
how I, I view things are, as either good, as gray, and bad. I don't think for a large part of my life, everything's just been split down the middle. Like, you are either good, you are either bad. And that leads to a lot, a lot of negative emotions, like a lot of negative energy, a lot of negative thoughts. Just saying, oh, wow, this girl, she doesn't know how to do this, so I think it's on to the next one. Or this friend, he doesn't do this that I like. I think it's on to the next one. And I think that we have to be okay with the whole idea of we're not going to check every box off. I'm not going to go to the gym every single day. If you do, I, I really, really, really uh, applaud you because that's not easy. I think we could talk about setting goals that are easier to obtain, uh, some news resolution goals that I ended up doing. It's like, oh, I want to be a better person. I know it's kind of a, it's like an easy like layup one, but it's, it's when you think about it, it's like, oh, I want to be better than I was last year. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm, I'm a terrible human being. I, I can't do this, this, and this. I'm just saying that I want to do more. I want to be better. I want whether that is a better uh, friend, a better son, a better coworker, a better classmate, a better boyfriend, whatever I, I end up doing this over this year. Because you got to think about it, the year is long. If you look at yourself now and look at yourself 12 months ago, I, I think you would see a lot of changes, whether that's good and bad. And I think an important ability that most of us have if, or that we can work on is having the ability to recognize what is good and what is bad. 12, years, 12 months ago, what was I doing? And 12 months from then, what am I doing now? And for me, I, I could say that I'm probably doing a lot better now than I was 12 months ago. 12 months ago, I was in this negative prison. I felt like a lot of people owed me a lot of things. I felt like I was doing a lot of things that were good. I, was, I kept saying kind of this, this victim why me mentality. Oh, I did this. I did this. I got these grades. I, at the end of the day, like I'm never good enough for whatever I, I want to do. These people around me never treated me like I was. I was good enough. I'm a good friend. I'm a good uh, person. And at the end of the day, like it was always the people that weren't as good as I was that ended up getting more than than me. That's what I felt, and I really took it out on my myself. Like I didn't treat myself well. I mean, those that are around me that know the situation, where could, you could visibly see it. Like there was a switch that clicked off and it wasn't, it was hard to get it clicked back on. And I really only clicked it on when I started really focusing on knowing myself more. It's still a process of kind of knowing who you are, being friends with yourself. I think a lot of the times I was trying to avoid my own thoughts and feelings to kind of fit in to what other people wanted me to do or other people wanted me to be like. And I, I think I took satisfaction over filling other people's needs and filling other people's boxes. Because I was not only setting boxes for myself, I was looking at what other people had values of for and what their list kind of looked like. If I saw a friend and I, and I saw that he needs Dom to be there for him whenever he needs me, or I saw a girl that I liked and I was like, she needs me here, she needs me to drive her here, get her this, do this, do this, and I, I was looking at it like, oh, I can, I can fill up the majority of these boxes, I should be able to fit, I would be the perfect this, I'd be the perfect friend, I'd be the perfect boyfriend. And then things wouldn't work out. I'm like, I checked every single box off the list. Why aren't they happy? And it's because I was making I was making those boxes for them. They weren't giving me any any insight as to what their their boxes are. 
I was kind of saying, oh, I, I think this is what they want. I believe this is what they wanted. And when it didn't work out, I was sitting there like, oh, they're, they're the issue. They're the issue. I can't believe I, I checked off every box and they wouldn't want me. They wouldn't want to hang out with me. They wouldn't pick me for this team. I was sitting there feeling sorry for myself the majority of the time. And it was like, what are you doing here? Like, it's really time to step up and say, okay, maybe you weren't. Maybe you set, set up those boxes for yourself and you checked off all those boxes and now you think that they owe you something. And that's a mental prison. This whole idea of, oh, they owe me because I do this well and I do this well and I, I am what's best for them. That's a terrible way to think. Thinking you're better than everyone else, thinking you, society owes you because you play into what you believe other people want. That's not fair. It's not fair to yourself. I, I, I wouldn't, I don't care about the other people in this, this scenario. I only really care about you guys and myself at the, because we're going to sit here and act like we don't try to check boxes. We don't try to please other people, especially if those are people that we won't be care about or want them to care about us. I'm sure I'm not sounding crazy when I say that we've done this before for someone that we really cared about, whether it's someone that we wanted to date, someone that we were friends with, maybe a sibling, maybe a parent. We all try to check boxes to kind of fulfill what other people need because that makes us happy. And I think we have to really understand that not every box will get checked off and that is okay. I don't think it's the end of the world when you do everything for something else and they don't really reciprocate those feelings. You're like, yeah, it's really, really a sucky feeling. But you learn. You learn that you should maybe value yourself a little bit more than what other people need, especially when they're not reciprocating that same energy. It's a completely different story if they are reciprocating. And this person's trying to check your boxes off as well as theirs. But I think there has to be a communication there where it's saying we don't have to be in a competition of playing, uh, of trying to check each other's boxes off. And I think that's also harmful when you look at like how things are done in the past. This whole like, oh, you owe me because I was there for you when no one was there for you and I was there for you. I checked your boxes off when you didn't even care to check my boxes off to see if I, what I needed so you kind of have to play this game of catch-up. And I've been in scenarios like that where I've, I've seen people that I'm close to kind of play check-up, or catch-up, I should say, checking boxes. Um, yeah, because they, they, they've either treated me poorly or they weren't treating me the way I was supposed to, and then they finally realized, like, oh, this kid really does care about me as a friend, as a boyfriend, as a whatever, and they're like, oh, i got to do this for them, this for them, this for them. And you'll know. You'll know when things are they're that way. They'll say, like, oh, they're, they're really trying to do a lot here. And, again, this is probably me just overthinking. Like, I, I often do. But I don't – I think that's a, a, a toxic relationship in which you're both trying to just check each other's boxes and or one's trying to play catch-up because they, they feel as though they haven't been get, doing enough for that other person. And I think that's a conversation that you can really have with that other person, whether that be a friend, a significant other, family member that says, like, oh, we don't have to play catch-up. We can – kind of come to this common ground that we want to be there for each other. We want to help each other grow. And um, we don't necessarily need to check all, all the boxes. Or maybe we'll make our own boxes together and we'll check those boxes together if you're in a relationship. 
and you're you want to be a team and you want to conquer those goals together i think that's very beneficial and the last point i just want to make real quick because you know these episodes aren't meant to be long but i, I end up just kind of talking and talking um Maybe you appreciate me or you don't, but if you listen to it, I really appreciate you, so thank you. I think in the end, it's about the journey, not the end goal. And I talked about checking boxes. I kind of mentioned it before. Some of my New Year's resolutions are, are being a better person, creating... I don't really set, like, tangible goals. I just, like, stop overthinking as much. Be, be a better person, stuff, stuff like that. Those are my big two. Be a better person has always been one that I put every year. Just be a better person. Be a better person. And I'm not just saying like, oh, just be kinder to other people. I just think be better for myself, whether that is going to the gym, whether that is reading more, whether it's watching movies, like I said, I, I want to do in my last podcast. I think it's really important to kind of set a broader goal because even if you achieve some of those goals, you're still getting better and you're still fulfilling that goal. But at the same time, I know that that goal is kind of out of fear but I don't think it's a bad thing to make it broad and say, oh, I want to be a better X, Y, Z, whatever you want to throw in there. And then you slowly, maybe you do one minor thing a day, but it does make you better. Maybe you drink one less drink when you go out and that, that is better for you overall, for your health, for maybe you're not looking dumb. And I don't know, you you know what I'm talking about here. But I think over time, we really get better. I mean, that, that's the main goal, to kind of get better over the journey. And even if we don't check those boxes, we, we learn valuable lessons and we learn how to communicate better our, our feelings and our emotions to our partners. Or we, we understand how people work and we understand what works in life and what doesn't work in life. And we understand more about ourselves. And maybe there's things that we have to change in our own lives. And we really don't understand that or we really won't understand that until we really get to know ourselves. And we really set these goals and we really go on the journey with ourselves. So I really challenge you, especially as the new year starts up, obviously the new semester starting up soon, to kind of set these small goals, set these broad goals, and slowly, day by day, maybe some days you'll miss out, and that's okay. Maybe one day you, you, you really are a bad person, and who am I to judge what a, what a bad person is? But I think if we really set these goals broad, and we really work on them day by day, and slowly over time, we say, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and... We do some of it. We do some of it. Not all of it. I think we get better. I think we really get better. And you really get to learn a lot more. You get to meet a lot more people. You get to learn a lot more stories. You get to learn a lot about other people and how they communicate. And you learn about a lot about yourself and how you communicate. And you'll get to learn so much about how to talk about your feelings, about how to, how to achieve your goals, what makes you tick. I think that's very important. Why, why do you do the things that you do? Why do you care? This is just a quick, I guess, half an hour, days with Dom. Uh, I really do appreciate everyone listening. This has been uh, it's been fun so far. I have a couple episodes that I want to record, but I figured I want to get this one out of the way. You know, New Year's resolutions. I think it's, if I posted this like a week from now, everyone's like, yeah, you're in second month already here, dude. Like, you're on two of 12. Why are you talking about New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't know if it's really about New Year's resolutions. It's more about goals and how to set effective goals and how to really achieve those goals. But this has been Days with Dom. I really appreciate you guys. Hope this helped you out a little bit. And, uh, 
yeah, have a good one.